San Francisco Bay, Misconnections, to my soulmate, W4M. Hey, did I tell you today how much I love you? I love you all the way from here to the moon and back. Back to me, to the sun, back to me, to the black hole through the universe and the black hole to a star called Jesus's eye and back to you. Can't wait to see you again. I hope to see you very soon. I don't know how I'm going to make it there, but God willing, I will. I need you, and I hate to say it, but I think you may need to come to me. God help us both, in Jesus' name it will be done. I love you. You're listening to Talk Me Off. I'm Chris. And I'm Mark, and you've no idea how long I've waited for you to say that. (laughs) It's just how I feel, man. W4M, Fremont, San Francisco (laughs) Bay. (laughs) That was the bit that I could tell it was for me. doing my friend i'm doing pretty good uh this is probably the latest we've ever recorded an episode so there's that mm-hmm. but all in all i'm pretty good i uh yeah i'm still i'm still an office man mm. you know I've, I've managed to hold down this job for two whole weeks now well done look at you but yeah i don't usually stay up this late anymore now that i'm basic <laughs> as hell so yeah fighting um, to keep the old eyes open I'm, but uh, i that post really helped. Yeah, and I'm, I'm I'm back to student life, back back at uni and work, and this fuck it's full my week. Y'all, y'all listening? Please, for the love of God, you have to share. Talk me off so we can get out of these lives and into that high life of podcasting celebrity. That's <laughs> a thing, really, right? Is it really celebrity though? It's it's got to be a thing. If if it ever happens that I'm walking down the street and someone's like, "Oh my God, it's Talk Me Off!" Like that's how I'll know I made it. I, I just I have to make it. <laughs> There's no other option for me. I I we, Monday was a public holiday this week, so I went to work four days, mm. four four times that I went to work, and I had conversations about how bad drivers are on the motorway six thousand times. <laughs> and you don't even drive. I don't drive a car. <laughs> Holy shit, I need to get out of this life. Make me famous, please, for the love of God. It's like, when I go to work, it's always like, oh, when you weren't here, there was a customer that was pretty bad. Cool. I'm glad I wasn't there for it. Like, <laughs> Good news, though. Like, you know, if I don't... I mean, it's a sort of runner-up good news <laughs> if I don't make it to podcast fame, is that apparently workplace productivity improves a great deal when you fuck a lot at home. Yeah, that'd be I don't sense. know who the fuck measured that. I don't know how you'd measure that. Well, uh, a study of workplace productivity and sexy time. My God, that's actually the the link from this <laughs> news.com.au article. A study of workplace productivity and sexy time. Just call it sex. No, because the, the, the people conducting the study are 16 and they're, they're, too, ashamed, they're too embarrassed by just the notion of sex. It's sexy time. Or times with a Z. Yeah, this, the more I look at it, the more this paragraph just gets worse and worse. A study of workplace productivity and sexy time of married employees has indicated that those who made time for sowing the oats at home were more likely to reap what they sowed at work. So a baby? <laughs> yeah, if you have sex at home, you'll rock up to work Monday morning with a baby on your desk. If you, if you work a full-time job while you're pregnant, like, to term... Odds are you might end up delivering that baby at work. <laughs> Take some time off work. Also, just on that note, stop breeding, everyone. <laughs> Have I mentioned that yet on this show? A hundred or so times minimum? Stop at breeding. Unless you're in Japan, because then they need you to breed because they've got a dying population at this point. Actually, not, not, not just Japan, but uh, Spain. Really? Spain as well? Yeah, fa- there's a lot of news articles today, let me tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I found another one. Uh, Spain has appointed a sex czar. That's cool. Uh, to to help with their massive decline in birth rates, they've they've appointed one person to to be, I guess, an expert, a government expert at getting people to fuck and procreate more. I'm kind of imagining as a sex czar would look like Jafar from Aladdin, but instead of like a big red ruby in his crown, is just a bejeweled dick. It's actually it's a lady. So she doesn't have a beard, and also she doesn't look like Jafar in any of the other ways. She could have a beard. But she is a sex czar, and I like to think that's what we are. But, I mean, we're kind of jumping- what about this productivity at work thing? Oh, right, I know, I just read this one terrible paragraph and disregarded (laughs) all the other information in this article, because, Jesus Christ, you called it sexy time, how do you expect me to take you seriously after this? (laughs) 
study conducted by an Oregon State University researcher followed 159 married employees over two weeks. Those who engaged in regular rumpy at Jesus Christ, <laughs> rumpy pumpy. <laughs> My goodness. How many ridiculous terms are there for having sex? Like knocking boots, bumping uglies. I th- like, I'll just count how many times they reference sex in this article, and it's probably that many. Because <laughs> I bet they've made time for all of them. Those who engage in regular rumpy at home reported positive moods the next day. This elevated mood then translated into more sustained work engagement and better job satisfaction. In short, sex makes even a dull job better. No, sex just makes life better. So, yeah, people people who bone are happy. <laughs> and, like, we're surprised that being happy... Are we surprised that being happy makes you better at your job? Surely that's been... Like, that study has been done before. Or are we surprised that boning makes you happy? Or have we just failed to, like, make that connection between boning and productivity? I have no idea. It seems it seems like a pretty logical follow-on, right? I mean, I hate old physical activity. I live a very sedenta- sedentary lifestyle. It's very bed slash computer chair based. Mm. But I, I, I'll I'll throw down a hard fucking work up a mighty sweat and be pretty pleased with it. Whereas if I did the same amount of aerobic exercise anywhere else, I would be miserable. I hate that. But I will fuck down till my legs hurt. That's beautiful, man. The number of times I've had to, like, get up and physically cool my sweaty body down with a fan or a shower is too often to count. I can turn the fan on with my toes while I'm doing it. See, I'll I'll even have direct fan on me during. Mm -hmm. I'm still a sweaty swamp monster by the end of it. That's rough. You don't like to fuck in the shower either, do you? So that's out. Because I'm quite tall. And even my current lady is is taller than most women. Still, the angles are off. Like, I even tried to have sex, like, standing up against a wall. It, it only worked momentarily until I moved a little bit and it just... Misalignment. Didn't work. Had to go take it somewhere else. It's really sad, man. Because I love to fuck in the shower. Oh, boy. Hmm. You've, you've, you've mentioned numerous times already. Yeah. yeah. I'm, a, I'm a little envious because I feel like that'd immediately deal with any overheating problems that I get sometimes. Because you know how, like, a wet person is sexy. Mm. So, yeah, you get it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> was I supposed to say no so you could go into more depth about how wet people are sexy? No, I just wanted to confirm that it wasn't just me. I mean, the number of, like... Movies and shit that have a woman, a, a, a woman, no, a woman exiting a pool in slow motion, showing off how seductive she is, just dripping with water. I mean, that's that's hardly like a, a Chris specific deal. Why? Why is that though? Wet wet women are sexy. Yeah, wet like dudes can be sexy as well. No, just wet wet people, wet flesh. I don't know. Maybe people, people in water where they don't belong. <laughs> You know, evolutionarily, biologically speaking, why does that turn me on so goddamn much? Maybe uh, it's probably one of those, like, weird links. Like, a wet person maybe signifies, like, wetness in arousal, perhaps? But that doesn't explain wet dudes, because, like, pre-cum will never get you so wet that you are drenched in it. I'm going to talk me off where two completely uneducated guys just wildly speculate about (laughs) anthropology and biology and evolution. Maybe it's maybe it's just the 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 way the skin glistens gives you some muscle definition somewhat. It's it's probably it's probably all those things. Or it's just people like wet women and wet men. Yeah. Yeah. I know I, I once did the wet hair flick. Like I got really long hair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did that once and my girlfriend actually commented that it looked attractive. I was just being a silly shit. I'd come out of the shower and I was just like, "Hey, did one of those Pantene hair flicks. She's like, I'm actually a little aroused by that. So, I mean... It's nice of her to be honest with you like that. It's... it's. I kind of dig it. Just like the little, like... What, what you did just then kind of turned me on. Like that little, like, guilty... <laughs> like, admission. I know, I know you were goofing, but that did it. That yeah. did it for me, though. Yeah. The number of times I've accidentally stumbled on a hot button... It's, it's so rewarding when it happens. Could not be happier to hear those words. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not apt enough to 
do anything but accidentally stumble upon a hot button. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, as long as you find the button, who cares how you got there? Why don't you stumble onto my hot button with the... <laughs> With a fetish. I mean, I could take my hair out and just, like, grab a bottle of water if you like. No, just tell me about a fetish and try not to upset me, and maybe that'll <laughs> do it for me this week. All right, so this fetish is, uh, again, not... It doesn't have a, a, a Latin or Greek word this time, as those are becoming increasingly hard to find. I mean, there's a few that I've found, but they're the probably the most upsetting ones I've ever seen, and I'm purposefully not including those until just... I'll, I'll wait till you have a really good week. And then I'll bring them up. Thanks, man. That's really sweet. <laughs> Got to balance the good with the bad. So initially, let me let me tell you how my week went mm-hmm. with this fetish. Initially, I was looking at uh, latex, the 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 rubber. It's a kind of rubber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, latex fetishism, and that led me into PVC slash leather fetishism. And after a while, I was just like, "Fuck it. We're speaking broadly. We'll go with just clothing. All types of clothing fetishism because." It's such, like, once you get that broad, and once you start talking about one thing, it kind of spreads over into other stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. So, clothing fetishism. Um, it's basically just, like, what people enjoy wearing when they fuck, or before they fuck, or even after they fuck. With the PVC, leather, latex sort of fetish, it's usually worn during sex. There's a lot of body suits and things you can wear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the term second skin gets thrown around a lot. It's like a, a sleek, rubbery skin that I guess certain people would find uh, either tactilely or aesthetically sexy. I personally hate the idea of having something that close to my skin. Yeah, I've never worn any, any like, tight, grippy sort of fabrics, but the mm. idea of it makes me cringe a little bit. Mm. Like, same with lycra. Anything that's just, like, tight on my body. Like, I, I like to wear quite loose-fitting clothes. I, I used to get around on a very nice racing bike, mm. and when my old man saw it, he was like, here, take take all of my cycling lycras. I do not wear them anymore. <laughs> and I wore them almost completely unironically whilst cycling. <laughs> and it probably goes without saying that they did not turn me on. Because um, they were your owing, dad's? Or? Owing in no small part to the fact that they were my dad's. <laughs> but d- surely someone, someone... Oh, lacquer fetish is a thing. But those those cyclists though, those fast riding cyclists, they're big they they, they travel in packs. <laughs> Surely some of them are getting down after a sweaty ride, right? Surely. I'm just imagining now someone they're, they're like, Oh, it's for it, it you know, minimizes wind resistance. No, it just turns you on. I've done it both ways. I've ridden around in a baggy cotton t shirt and cargo shorts, and I've ridden around in tight, tight lycra. And it doesn't make a fucking difference. <laughs> You're doing it because it's sexy and it makes you feel hot. Now I'm just imagining like one of those biking groups and then like one of them will pull up ahead and just turn back with like a, a, a slightly aroused smile and be like, chase me. And then they'll just like speed off down the path and then just boners pointing the way they want to go. Yeah, I get it on. actually. That's pretty hot. <laughs> just the concept of chase me. What clothes have you put on that made you feel good like you know like good <laughs> not a lot like i definitely have like I, I i guess i'd call them preferences to like what others wear in like a sexual context mm-hmm. i'm not a like corsetry i quite enjoy the look of but when it gets down to fucking i need to take that off because i need you to be as as limber as possible because otherwise like if you're trying to fucking, you can't bend your middle because mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. all the fucking whale bone and shit in there. Like, I, I meant clothes that you wear, and you've gone straight to clothes okay. you like right, to see right. on another person. All right, okay. And like clothes. on the topic, I get the corset thing. Like, it's it's sexy, but do you also feel kind of weird about the the origin of, of corsets and the kind of misogyny associated with them? Just the whole a women a women I keep saying that yeah cut a, it out a woman needs to be like bound to be attractive is that what you're sort of getting at yeah and like all the, all the standards of female beauty dating back to the the longest time ago all required women to put themselves in situations of massive discomfort 
not even to be appealing, but to just to be considered a, a standard, mm. a basic standard of appearance. Yeah, if you were to uh, uh, attend any kind of high society gathering, mm. um, you were required to wear like eight petticoats and <laughs> a corset that lowers your waist size from a regular human waist to like nothing. Like, I get- so, uh, I mean, in answer to your question, yes, I get- Like, I get that that's- it, It's- The corsetry is based in some kind of pretty horrible standards mm. for beauty. It, it makes me feel a lot, a lot the same way as, as high heels. You don't like women in high heels? I think it looks good, but I don't want people to wear them ever, because that shit sucks. <laughs> it <laughs> hurts so much. You and, ever worn high heels? Uh, briefly, yeah. Bunch of times. Pretty much every time I see a pair and someone's like, yeah, put them on, try and walk in them. It'll be funny. Every time I try. Do you pull it off? I mean, I, I, look, I look banging, but I can't fucking walk. I would love it if one day someone was like, hey, it'll be funny. Watch Chris walk around in some high heels. And then you just strut out like fucking ass cheeks popping, calves looking fine as hell. Yeah, that you would just strut out and be like, mm, yeah, hilarious. That and then just like walk away. That would be a boss party trick, but no, it's never, it's never going to fucking happen. <laughs> I'm mean, sure as hell not going to wear a pair. Oh, goddamn night. People, people always make fun of like, oh, drunk, drunk women are always holding onto their shoes. That's because you can't fucking walk in them. Yeah. They've been wearing them all night and they fucking hurt. Mm. Yeah, I never, like, I've pointed that out a few times before. Like, I'll go out one night on my, my annual going out night. And I'll see some lady walking around with her shoes in her hand or in her handbag. And, like, I guess I guess to an extent I have not made fun of, but just been like, that was a dumb idea. Why are you wearing those out sort of thing? Yeah, like, if you knew you were going to get drunk, maybe that wasn't the best choice of, of attire. Like, my whole my whole thing with clothing and, and what I prefer in others and what I prefer on myself and all that sort of stuff is... If if someone wants to wear it, that's perfect with me. Mm. Like, like I said before, like I like corsetry, but if I was dating someone, like, I really don't like it. I hate how it feels on me. I can't breathe. I can't move. I'm like, cool. You never have to wear that for me or anything like that. So so sweet. Never forcing discomfort on people you're into. Well, I mean, like I said before, like if I'm getting down to some fucking, it's coming off anyway. Okay, I'm gonna. There has been one article of clothing that I have. When I was buying it, I considered wearing it for sex purposes. Mm -hmm. And it's a big old pair of harem pants. It almost kind of looks like a just a full-length skirt. Like, it's essentially a bag with footholes in it. But when you wear it, it kind of just looks like a- I could bring up a picture if you really want to. Just, uh, yeah, if, if, if you're listening along- to this podcast, maybe on your telephone, and you're also Googling harem pants for an image of what the hell Mark's talking about, then uh, just chuckle quietly to yourself at what we have in common. <laughs> Why this? This doesn't look that I can't sexy. Even, I can't, hang on. I'll bring up the ones that I bought, because I think you'll understand it then. Why are they called harem pants? I don't know. I think maybe they... I have no idea. I'm not going to, like, claim to know. Let me just... Let me just let me just change a couple of letters here. And yeah, no, these are hammer pants. These are MC hammer pants. They're not MC hammer pants. They are absolutely hammer pants. These are all I did was was change harem to hammer and like the the pants in the Google image search did not move. <laughs> They're just the person wearing them turned into MC hammer. I don't know. I thought they were kind of sexy in like a dominant kind of way. I don't know. Let me just... I'll bring them up, because it's the only way that you'll understand what I'm going on about. Yeah, show me a particular photo that makes you feel that way, because all I can think about is MC Hammer now. No, you when you see them, you, you're, they're not ha MC Hammer pants. It's just MC Hammer doesn't make me feel sexy. You know, can't touch this. Okay, I, I won't, and then we <laughs> won't do anything. That's a shitty joke. <laughs> I want to touch this. Uh, I mean... What if I came out doing the little, like the little hammer step? I don't know what he calls it. Man, I've purchased a lot from this website. <laughs> Skip through the old purchase history. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you've seen me in them when we were fucking. 
<laughs> I was going to say, you, you wore your dominant sex pants to hang well, out no, with No, because I never actually wore them in a dominant sex role, because I always felt a little ashamed about it. Because they're not, they're not for, like, they're not- Is that because you figured out they were actually hammer pants? No, they're- Look, it's the one- I mean, they're, they're black on black, so it doesn't really help the photo much. So the one's on the left. Okay, yeah, because it's got kind of that, uh, almost looks like an apron. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, which makes me think of sex for some reason. I sure as hell don't wear one in the kitchen. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess they're not harem pants because they're called dervish pants on these ones, on the website. Okay, but call them what you like, they're fucking hammer pants, man. I mean, if you want to call them hammer pants, we can go with hammer pants, but the fact of the matter is- what Hammer I bo- pants sounds like pants for fucking. <laughs> Let me reveal my hammer. <laughs> Like that's the like ha- like hammering pants for get doing it really hard, you know. Yeah, but yeah, there was always the the wearing that nothing on the top, just splaying the dick out. When I bought them, there was when I got them, I kind of just wear them around the house. Uh, I've not yet fucked in them. You do no hammering in them. Not not as yet. Well, you're. Current lover listens to this show, right? <laughs> yeah. Kind of so, realized that after the fact. <laughs> yeah, the, you're going to be getting questioned about this. She's going to... Does she say... Have you worn them in her presence at all? No, because we met, like, early summer, and these are some thick suede pants. Oh, They're yeah. not for a summer loving. You keep them tucked away secret. <laughs> They're in a box under my it's bed. In your secret shame drawer. With, with all my butt plugs and... MC Hammer videos. <laughs> I need you to say, you can't touch this. It's the only way I'll arrive. (laughs) Oh, boy. I might see my whole jam fashion wise is like I will put on a cloth and I will feel it before I look at it. And if it's not comfortable, I will remove it. Mm. I will not wear anything that causes me any amount of discomfort. If I put it on, it's comfortable. I look at it. I'm like, yeah, I look banging. We got a winner. Hmm. Never will I put myself through discomfort to look sexy, except if I'm dressing up like a nasty girl. <laughs> I was uh, I was working at a nightclub. I was invited, jokingly, to cross-dress for Pride Night. It was the night of the Pride Parade. I was like, come in drag. It'll be funny. Yeah. And I was like, oh, an excuse. And I... I Got dressed to the nines, like fishnets, mini skirt, lacy little crop top. Got my makeup done real nice. Still bald head and a huge beard. Did you tuck? Just for short skirt? I'm just wondering if there was, like, no, danger I, of I still, exposure. I still I still wore, like, my, my boxes. Okay. I, the, I, was, I was dating an adult store worker at the time, so mm. I had some crotchless fishnets. Oh, so okay. So, underpants were an absolute necessity. Right. Um, I mean, unless you really want to be, like, a real... Naughty gal. I mean, Rocking I was, up to I was, the club. It was pretty bad. I mean, that and... Yeah, for that night, I tried on a pair of heels. Mm. And I was like, fuck, no, I actually have to do a job all night as well. <laughs> so I put on my disgusting big old work boots. <laughs> kind of ruins the image there. Well, yeah, so did my bald head and huge beard. No, because that's like... That's like a kink dream Oh, right just, there. yeah, full on gender fucking. God damn, I felt so sexy. You put makeup on as well, if I remember from the photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, I, I got it I got it done by a professional. An actual professional? No, just someone who was really good at doing makeup <laughs> and got a real kick out of it. And, uh, yeah, I, f- I felt so good after that night, I, I tried to hook up with a lady. Mm. And that, that worked out. It didn't. No, oh, that's a shame. But, you know, I still felt very fucking sexy. But that's, that's not the first time you've worn women's clothing, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, no, I've uh, I've been to at least one other gender fuck themed party, mm. but yeah, pretty much any excuse, man. I love that shit. Mm, I can get behind that. I I've only ever worn women's clothing once, and it was done as like a. Does he call it a dare? But the the dare as such was literally so and so is going to pick out an outfit for you, and you have to wear all of it. So I was thinking, oh, she's going to get, like, a dress or a skirt or something. She also brought out a G-string. Mm-hmm. So nuts were going everywhere. Ooh. Like, there is no containing that beast. So, like, most of the time was spent me just pulling the dress over so as not to expose my friends to my dick. But, yeah, so I've never been able to derive pleasure from it because there was the moment of, 
must cover nuts at all cost. Mm. Um, so who knows? Uh, maybe I'll enjoy it. But my particular frame is such that I'd have to get some like specific stuff made. I couldn't just like off the rack buy. I don't think that is a thing though. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like if I wanted to, I could find some. In fact, I, I don't know if you remember, but back when we started this podcast and the idea of going to Sexpo floated around, I was all for dressing up as like femdoms and like putting my hair up in one of those mask things, juts my hair out in a single ponytail, mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. walking around handing out flyers. But as as I looked up on the line, like a, a, an outfit like that would set me back like two hundred and fifty bucks. That's Damn. too much for a goof. Yeah, see, I I like to I like to go out and look a little sexy, mm. if 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 an excuse calls for it. But uh, it's it's I don't really cross dress in in the privacy of my own home. It doesn't would, it doesn't come into the bedroom at all. Would you at a lover's bequest? Oh, for sure. Forgot them off, and I got to be objectified like the dirty piece of meat that I am. Absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. Especially now that I got a full time job, I could I could totally afford some like some nice lady digs. Uh, Although you know, that's, that's not I, I really like uh, what Eddie Izzard says. Mm. It's not these aren't he 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 cross dresses. Yeah, and he says no these these aren't women's clothes they're mine. Yeah, I bought them they're my clothes. <laughs> I thought that was a great way, and it, it's interesting the whole cross dressing thing because originally dresses and high heels were for men. Hmm. They they were typically men's wear. Yeah, we're not cross dressing. We're taking them back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the 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 garter belt is just because it makes me feel sexy, but <laughs> yeah, that but one's yeah. all me. I'll own that. So the 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 clothing fetish is like obviously. Oh my god, we're still talking about a clothing fetish. That's yeah. right. Um. Not only is it like the tactile feel of the material uh, as such with leather and lace and pretty much anything that's kind of made to feel nice. There's mm. also more uh, bondage style clothings that one can wear. Um, I was reading something called, obviously there's things also like uh, uniforms, the the uniform fetish, people dressing up like officers and nurses mm-hmm. and uh, military personnel and all that sort of stuff, um, firemen. Is one of them, which I never got. Is the the fire like the man dressed as a fireman is 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 a sexy thing? I I think uh, it is because, well, for one thing, firefighters are generally extremely fit people, mm. just as a necessity as part of their job, mm. uh, and also they're goddamn heroes, and nothing sexier than a goddamn hero. Also, I read somewhere that. Uh some statistic, some percentage of women find sweaty men attractive because it they're, shows that they're willing to do manual work and provide uh-huh, uh-huh. and all that sort of stuff. So, also, they're wet. Yeah, it's that wet thing again. They're mm-hmm. coming back to being wet. Mm-hmm. So really, I should like, like I'm I'm at my peak of sexiness after I fucked and I'm like trying to cool my sweaty ass down. I don't know. There's like. Sweaty, been working, rivulets of sweat on your fit muscled body, and then there's like panting red in the face, just pounded one out. I don't, I don't get sweaty. red in the face, but like, oh, you don't. I'm a, I'm a rosy cheeked fellow. Nah, my skin's quite pale and doesn't really show much. I don't have the greatest circulation. I don't think. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll get like a waterlogged beard or a sweat logged beard. Which is pretty unpleasant, especially if I'm on top of someone at the time. Uh, there has been one time recently with my current lover where she like flinched when beard sweat hit her right under the eye. Oh! And I was like, I'm sure you're, were, I'm sure you were perhaps close to coming, but not now because you've just taken like my sweat in your face. Yeah, that'll really ruin the mood, <laughs> huh? <laughs> I wonder if it would have helped if I was. Like, it's just jizz. It's just jizz. I'm like, I'm shooting far. Into your own beard? Yeah. That's sexy. Damn. Yeah, you really ruined the whole mood <laughs> with that one. I, I don't really have a particular clothing thing that I'd like to see on a partner, but I do like to have sex with someone who has not removed their clothes. Why do I like that, Mark? You mean like they still have a shirt on? Or you mean like... 
pulling underwear aside to get at them goods. I, I find the pulling underwear aside conceptually very sexy, but uh, uh, chafe-wise less sexy. No, because you know you have to, like, hold it and keep it away from... Like, you can't just, like, pull it back, put a dick, and then let it, like, snap against your rod. Well, they, obviously that's what I've been doing wrong. Yeah, no, you keep it held apart. And I think... But I need both hands to love the way I do. <laughs> like, for support? Or for, like... Just grabbing and getting handsy. Both. Both? Yeah. Yeah. Support is important. <laughs> it's important to be supportive. If you're fucking with no support, you'll fall out and <laughs> that ruins everyone's time. But no, it's, some, something really gets me going about like, we don't have to take our clothes off to have a good time. <laughs> have you just been queuing up this joke the whole time? <laughs> no, I just, I really like that song. And also it's shockingly relevant to this particular topic. Could it be the hastiness of it? Like, we can't be fucked taking our clothes off. Let's a, just a fuck little right bit. here, right now. Like, we are we are already good to go. Yeah. Kind We're of. just a couple of dirty animals. Yeah, or like, we, we, would, we would just make it out. We didn't need to get naked for that. But just the making out got us most of the way there. Mm-hmm. I almost kind of dig the frantic pulling clothes off, though. Mm. Like the just like I need you naked like two minutes ago. Just get this fucking done. It's definitely not like a more clothes is better situation. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine you'd want to fuck someone in a parka or like snow pants. Now that you've said it, I kind of do, <laughs> though. Have you ever experimented with like buying some cheap shitty clothes from like goodwill no but now i've got some money i totally can good point man it's pretty great like a a a lady i used to sleep with would buy these like i don't know what website she got them from it was like a box of like rubber gloves Mm -hmm. but instead it was body stockings yeah so it was like you mentioned this on the on the fetish about ruining nice clothes yeah it's like a box of like body stockings and she'd just be like have at it and i'm like cool i don't care they were like 50 cents each so you just tear them to fucking pieces yeah that's pretty good because my next question was going to be like if you're shopping at the 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 op shop Mm. How how difficult is it to find cheap, rip-offable clothes that also make you want to fuck in the first place? Mm, that's true. You mean, you could always, like... There's always, like, those cheap, shitty dress shirts you can buy from certain... Not even op shops, but, like, certain, like, low-end places. Mm. Um because, you know, we have an international listener base. I can't start naming names and expecting anyone to know what the fuck that is. Yeah, plus we haven't got sponsorships with these. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Op shops or charity shops, I feel, is is really the thing. You know, you're, you're, you're doing your part in buying some fuck clothes from there. Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't, I don't want my sexual fetish to support the fast fashion, unethical clothing industry. You know, I'm not going to get turned on thinking about sweatshop children <laughs> uh, manufacturing these clothes just so I can buy them and rip them off once to make passionate love to my, <laughs> my partner. If, if you do get off to that, for shame. Yeah, don't do, shame. don't do that. Get your fuck clothes at the op shop. Yeah. You could even do some interesting role plays. Just like have a 70s night. Like you both buy some real... <laughs> right, right, right. Don't look for sexy clothes in the op shop. Make a sexy scenario around whatever clothes that you can find. Yeah. And then just use a bunch of like 70s lingo and play a bunch of 70s music and then... Have at it that way. Yep, you yep, you sold me on it. I'm going to take some money to the op shop and just build up like a disposable dress-up box. <laughs> I mean, you can only really use them once. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's why I need a whole box. All oh, right, right, right. Well, let me know how it goes. Um, if you can provide like shredded up garments that aren't like sullied with human liquids. Yeah, no, you're not going to want them. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to like huff them. I just want to see like the damage done. It's a bit personal, isn't it? Like I'm saying, like, don't show me like a jizz soaked shirt. Just say like, this is a cardigan. I'll, I'll show you a photo of the clothes without a person in them before they get used. Oh, and then what... I'll inform you when they've been destroyed. <laughs> How about that? Is that just, good? You just bring in a button. That's all that's left. <laughs> <laughs> we ate them. <laughs> in our passionate lovemaking, we turned to eating our clothes. <laughs> Good, good, good. We had to go to the hospital pretty quickly afterwards. Hey, we got one question this week from Scared and Horny. Oh, yeah. And it is not at all relevant to what we just discussed. Shame. So, uh, changing tack pretty abruptly here. Mm. Scared and Horny says, 
Have you guys ever scared yourself with your own fetish? Recently, I was browsing some of my favorite porn sites when I started looking into more and more extreme types of anal videos. I came watching a lady double fishing a guy. <laughs> fisting, perhaps? I'm sure it was fisting. I don't know how you double fish a guy. Oh, maybe it's like the Japanese where you put, like, fish into someone. Why is that Japanese? It, it's like a... a Don't tell me. I don't. No, I'm just going to finish reading. (laughs) I came watching a lady double fishing a guy. And after all was said and done, I was a little shocked at myself. Is that something that just happens to people who watch a lot of porn? Or should I start looking at how I can fit two fists into my butt? Not fish. Fists. Okay. Fisting confirmed. Not fishing. Thank you for that question, Scared and Horny. Has this ever happened to you? Have you you gone too deep? Have I ever scared myself with porn? Yeah, well, I guess with you, with your fetish, just have you have you come and then been like, wow, I didn't think that would be for me, but here we go. This is me now, I guess. I've never. There's been times where I've looked at porn that's helped me come, and then I've been like, oh, that was a bit weird. But it's like, it's always been a one-off. I've never come back to it. Okay. So it's never been like a lasting fetish. It's always perhaps been because porn primar- primarily is a voyeuristic thing. Mm. You're not taking part at all. You're just watching it and sort of getting caught up in the fantasy of the act. So it could have just been at that whatever time I found something really weird or a little off kilt that was just such a erotic display that it got me to where I needed to be. Like, so at no point have I been like, oh, I'm into like. I don't know, I'm trying to think of double fisting, for example. Like, oh, it must be trying to, I must, I have to start like loose gaping out my butthole because that's what I'm into now. (laughs) But I've got very large fists. Like. Yeah, and like self-fisting. That's. I don't even know how the angles work for that. Yeah, that's a trick. That's going to damage your wrists. (laughs) Carpal tunnel from fisting. RSI. This is the kind of thing you got to watch out for in, in the office world. So when someone comes in with like a wrist brace, and you're like, oh, what happened? Like, did you cramp it up doing something? Oh, I was just fisting my own butthole and I must have pulled a tendon or something. It's been sore all week. I'm going to step up that office small talk if it kills me. <laughs> it needs to be smutty. Otherwise, I can't keep working there. I, um, when I, when I was a, a younger lad and internet pornography was not quite so readily accessible... You had to you had to sort of click on links and then just hope that whatever was behind them was something you'd be into. Yeah, because a dial up it'd take you for fucking ever to get yeah, them like anyway. A, like preview thumbnails were not really <clears throat> a thing. You'd just get a short text description. Mm. Uh, one time early in in my pornography watching career mm. as a horny young boy, I stumbled upon a video of a woman who had inserted an oral speculum for for performing oral sex. Just a, a, a wire metal device to, like, hold her teeth apart and mouth open. Right, right, right. And it horrified me deeply. <laughs> and my young, virile erection wilted mm. like, uh, I need a good simile. Wilted like the last leaf in autumn. No, because, like, it was fast. Oh. Wilted like... My dick shot up inside my body is what I'm trying to tell you. It, it, it wilted like the mummy in The Mummy Returns at the end when he turns to dust. I will assume that that is a good reference. It's not. I don't even think that happens. Look, it's too late for a colorful simile, <laughs> right? Um, the point is, no, this hasn't happened to me. I stumbled upon something too extreme and it frightened me and my dick. Um, I'm just imagining like whimpering noises coming from your crotch. Just. <laughs> but to answer your first question, yes, this is absolutely something that happens to people who watch a lot of porn. I would, I would argue, maybe too much porn. If you're like, if you're not comfortable with the fact that this has turned you on to that extent, then you can you can scale it back with like watching less porn. I don't think less porn is the option. Is the 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 correct thing like less porn i mean i think should just be observed i don't think porn should be a daily activity Mm -hmm. i think that's how you develop some pretty bad habits so you're saying less porn or not less porn give me a straight answer i'm saying that 
porn is great for discovering fetishes in a pretty safe way. Like, you can, like, hypothetically say that double fisting is your new thing. Mm-hmm. It's You would never have known that had you not seen it performed online. Like, it's one of those things that's kind of just out there a bit. It's it's uh, something that perhaps someone isn't, like, growing up. Like, it's not, like, part of the normal spe- sexual spectrum of, like, what people generally want to try when they're with a person. Mm. Um, but you get them, like, when someone's exposed to that and they respond positively, it could be a thing that they could enjoy. And I think that porn's great for broadening people's horizons to something that they could enjoy. Mm-hmm. That being said, the fact that you were, like shocked or scared by it after the fact would probably lead me to believe that it was more a similar case to me wherein the 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 fantasy and the 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 spectacle of it all the novelty not well i mean it's not funny but (laughs) no it's not it's not it's not comedic novelty it's uh, like porn has the potential to be addictive because people especially when it comes to sex and sexuality love novelty and the reason why people end up watching more and more extreme types of porn when they watch a lot of porn is because they're seeking something novel that they haven't seen before. And they get they only get that, that excitement from seeing something new. And usually that means something more extreme than what they saw before. I'm thinking, I mean... That's why I say with less porn, if you, if you don't want to go down that road, if you don't want to keep traveling down that road, mm. you can scale it back with less porn. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely something you could do. I think the, the ultimate question that i would ask you scared and horny is was it a shock that it's something that you enjoy like say for example like when i kind of discovered that i was into blood play that's a pretty shocking revelation but i still pursued it because it was something that i knew i was interested in and wouldn't be able to scratch that itch without like getting involved in it mm-hmm. so like i mean i since learned that it was it's a more of a side fetish it's nothing i've ever really like had to bring to each relationship it's, it's not your true love no it's it's like this is a casual fetish i guess it's one of those fetishes i actually talked to because i've talked about blood play in the past on mm-hmm. previous episodes and and my current love has recently started listening to all of those oh good so she brought it up and she's like hey um blood play hey and i was just like yeah kind of a thing that the other person has to be into for me to like really enjoy it like most of my discovery periods were at the request of others like hey i want to do this or i've been curious about it and we kind of go off and discover it together it's um so I've always had the interest, but never the initiative, I guess, to like bring that to the table. It's always been like a joint agreement or it's been someone bringing it to me and me being like, actually, I'm pretty into that myself. Um, so it's never been like, it wouldn't be something that I'd like in a conversation say about, you know, the talk that we often sell, encourage people to have about mm-hmm, discussing mm-hmm. fetishes. It's never really something I bring up unless I'm really trying to pull up some new stuff. Like, yeah. oh yeah, by the way, I kind of like this. Um, so it could be that like fisting is like, yes, it's scary. Yes, it's like pretty intensive, especially from a physical standpoint, like trying to get things into something that's generally quite tight is a daunting task but like if you're interested in it and it's not if if the 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 shock was holy shit i'm into this not holy shit what's wrong with me i came to this because those are two very different things like if it was i'm into this then you can start doing like safe looking at like how do i get about anal stretching because that's there's plethora of things on how to do it safely and without like minimizing injury and stuff because those porn stars who will take double fistons they don't like just wake up and like i'm gonna put two hands in my butthole yeah you got to understand that you saw maybe you saw this and maybe you liked it maybe maybe you'd like to get there but that's that's like that's like me, an almost 30-year-old kind of out-of-shape guy with a bum knee watching Usain Bolt run the 100-meter sprint and thinking, yeah, I, I reckon I'd like that. I reckon I should give that a bell. I should I should enter these Olympics. <laughs> like, there's just like a generic sign-up sheet. You just- <laughs> I, just, I just rock up on the day. Yeah. Is this, is this where you run? <laughs> 
No, turn around. Oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> it's yeah, that's a that's a big undertaking. Yeah. Um also those like extreme anal videos, there could be like ten minutes of footage, but leading up to those ten minutes, there was about two hours of just stretching. Like there's uh I was gonna do gaping as a fetish one week, and I still probably might, but um because I kind of re- like I half research a lot of fetishes before I kind of settle on what I want to do. Research, yeah. I'll watch a lot of porn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, one uh, one dude was like he. It was a amateur video of a guy sitting on what appeared to be like a horse dildo. Mm-hmm. Um, and in his little description, he's just like, "It's taken me four hours of stretching and a lot of alcohol, but I'm ready to take this horse dick." And he's just like sat fucking on it. Does getting drunk help? I guess it relaxes you, hmm. kind of numbs your inhibitions a bit. So like you don't, you'd be more like willing to like relax and eat, let that whole horse dung fill your large intestine. And then, and then you don't, you also don't think twice about putting that video on the internet once it's made. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. So like there's the, the, the magic of porn does kind of romanticize some of these more extreme acts like it's something tote like you can just rip pants down and put a fist in your butt like that's never going to happen you'd have to work towards that or like have a doctor cut your sphincter so that you just there's no resistance anymore a a doctor won't do that let me just clarify (laughs) (laughs) that that probably won't work out the way you want it doc um I want to take up fisting, but I'm kind of, like, time poor. So, could you just, like, cut my sphincters off? Like, just just remove them. I want, like, a billowy anus. If you, if you do have a doctor who will perform this <laughs> procedure, don't let them. And also, please report them to some sort of board of medicine. Yeah, that's... I feel like they wouldn't be a doctor, just someone who calls themselves doctor. Yeah. He sits in an alley and offers you crack. Just okay. It's getting horny. Be be careful with your brain and and where you put it. If if this is not a road that you want to go down. However, if this is genuinely what you're into, then be careful with your asshole. <laughs> it's the only asshole you got. Yeah, you only get one. I mean, it all it takes is one anal tear and then you've got fishes and fucking a, a lifetime of creams and some repeat surgeries. Oh, that's fun. You don't want any of that. Wow, what a what a horror story! I mean, they, you always need to be aware of the potential risks when undertaking a what is considered an extreme fetish. Like when people are like, "Oh, I want to get into rope bondage." It's like you're aware you can do like nerve damage if you do it wrong, right? I'm like what? He's like, "Yeah, you could like kill somebody if you do that wrong." Oh, maybe I'll read a book about it. Yeah, maybe like attend a class or something like. Don't just grab a rope from a hardware store and think that it'll work out fine. You're a wise man, just chock full of really upsetting fun <laughs> facts. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. Mark, there's a company that has created a smart condom. How is it smart? Does it connect to Wi-Fi? It's... Can my dick get its own Facebook page? I'm just... I. I'm I'm scanning because I I've got I've got all the information that I thought was relevant. Right. But I did not note whether or not you can connect it to Wi-Fi. <laughs> okay. Boom. You cannot connect it to Wi-Fi. It requires a USB plug-in. So you're not not to operate, just to download the data that it gathers. What's the data that it gathers? All right. So it, it's 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 a total misnomer. It's not actually a condom. It's more like a cock ring right. that you attach to the base of a regular condom. Could you just attach it to the base of your dick? I don't see why not. But I guess they're encouraging safe sex and I'm all about that. Yeah, you got to you got to be down for the SS. Uh but but it does it does fit around the base of your penis, which is what a cock ring does. Mm. It has a little a little tiny computer chip mm. and some sensors, mm. accelerometers and the like. Mm. Uh, and it uses all of that to keep track of the speed and number of thrusts, skin temperature, Session duration, number of positions used, and calories burned. That's kind of interesting. It's like a, a, a little Fitbit for your dick. A dick bit. A fit... A fit dick. I'll sit here all night if that's what it takes to come up with the right joke here. 
I think I already nailed it. Dick fit. Fit dick. Dick bit. Actually, yeah, just a supercut of you saying all of those things in a row will do fine. I'll just cut all the space between them. It'll be fucking And just keep looping them. Like, it looks like I've come up with a list of about 20, but I've said dick fit about eight times now. I'll start cutting them and, like, attaching them in different configurations. That's it. That's that's my whole Sunday gone. Dick dick. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, uh, Yeah, it, it, it just gathers... Like an alarming amount of data about your fuck <laughs> session, and then you, I get, I don't know what sort of USB it's going to require, because <laughs> like I, I don't know if you know what a cock ring looks like, but I, I don't really see any, any place for a USB plug on it. I'm sure there's like a a like a jack to USB cable that it comes with. Plus, those things would have to be, like, watertight. Yeah, there'd have to be some sort of plug to cover over the USB hole. (laughs) God damn, I got pussy juice all in my dick fit, and now it doesn't work anymore. B-hole. What? USB hole. (laughs) Crack myself up sometimes, man. (laughs) Didn't even notice it. Good job. So, so, Icon. Mm. I.con, like an iPod, but con for condom. Yeah. And and it is makes it the word Apple? icon, which was stupid. Mm. Um, it is not. It is by British Condoms. Right. Uh, however, it does have uh, an app for the Apple App Store. Okay. Uh, it costs about $100. Mm. And it'll be the first to track and record your personal data, which the company promises to keep confidential on its... Why is the company gathering that data? Yeah, why do they get my fuck data? The, the thing, it doesn't have a fucking SIM card in it. It's not always on. I got to connect it with a hard cable to my computer. I guess uh, the app would have servers that their company would own. Yeah, it's, that's probably true. But why can't I just keep those to myself? I feel like you should be able to because I kind of want one. An article on Vice says, uh, who knows, maybe, maybe sex stats will become the Tinder bios of the future. Oh. And that gets my brain ticking that'd be sick like can you imagine like you could be like the fucking some homely dude no job no car but if your fuck stats are on point you're gonna be pulling Mm -hmm. like like none none of that matters anymore in the in the future where casual sex is king like all you have is an officially authenticated set of statistics a, yeah. a, a string of numbers that immediately lets anybody know, like what yeah, you'd be what you'd at, be getting into. Good at fucking, yeah. Like something like someone could be scrolling through your, your Tinder profile or whatever, and like there's a link and like check out my fuck stats. Go in there. He's like, oh, he averages about six positions, lasts about half an hour, and he has decent skin temperature. I guess is that's not really a stat that people would worry too much about. Unless his skin temperature was, like, two degrees. Maybe, maybe that's a, a measure of, like, how hot someone's getting, though. I guess so. Because it's very hot down there. Especially when there's yeah. also another pair of genitals in that area. Yeah, a lot of, lot of blood pumping. Mm. Mm. <laughs> we shouldn't, like, eye contact when we make those noises. <laughs> yeah, probably. Not. Sorry about that. That got a bit, a bit hot in here, didn't it? Mm. Um, shit, though. Like, imagine how much you could learn about what you like sexually. From this data as well. At first, I was really turned off by the idea of of this this rigid scientific approach. Mm. But the more I think about it, the more it, it, it gets the old gears turning. It's almost like uh, like if you had an irregular fuck rhythm, this would tell you that you had an irregular fuck rhythm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If it was like, oh, you like, I imagine it would show you like on the graph. It was just like, oh, you started off kind of strong, and then in, like, minute three, you kind of went on this weird jumpy thing, and then you kind of picked it back up. It's like, you need to get some some straight rhythm going. Imagine, like, how much a person could learn about how much, how they like to get fucked mm. as well. Oh, yeah. Like, if someone's like, oh, he gave me such a good dick, and let's have a look at his stats and see, like, what I like. Mm. I, I like oh, a- yeah, most most people prefer like a, a a slow long thrust, but it seems that the kind of sex you prefer is is a lot of very fast, much shorter thrusts, but deep, yeah. but very deep though. You you like your BPM to be no PPM pounds per minute? Yes, they definitely have have to be like abbreviations that in the future everyone just fucking knows. I wonder if 
that I feel like men being men and not to paint with a broad brush, but there'd be you you got to know there's good you know there'd be a group of friends who would be bragging about each other's fuck numbers. Like, oh, Trevor's only got a six BP PPM. He's got a shitty fucking thruster. <laughs> You're like, oh, fuck off. At least I've got more positions in my fucking reservoir, you piece of shit. Two, two position Tony, that's what they call you. And that's beautiful because everyone's got their own strengths. Yeah. Except for, I'm sure there's like... Uh, but do you want to be told statistically that you suck at fucking? Yeah, like just empirically. Yeah, like this looks like there's there's no there's no oh babe, you like you maybe not that great, but you cuddle really nice. Like there's none of that. It's just like our numbers suggest that you are bad. There's no saving grace. It's not like you don't mix it up, you don't do fuck all, you're clammy and gross. But data in this world exists that has been run statistically against partners of all kinds. Mm. And you know exactly what people like and exactly what you're doing wrong. Yeah. And you can have a tailor-made coaching program it's like to when, make you better at fucking. It's like when sports scientists film, like, track runners taking off at the blocks. And they're like, oh, if you'd, like, pivoted your ankle at the right moment, you would have saved 2.3 nanoseconds on, mm-hmm, on your, mm-hmm. your takeoff. It's like that. But you're like, we're taking fucking down to a science. God, we'll be obsolete. No, we. No, I mean, how will we be obsolete? We have to be providing the data. Oh, we're just gonna. Uh, talk, talk me off. We'll become a literal call center. We yep. just like dial out to people. Oh, yeah. We've, oh. we've just. I've just been checking out your fuck numbers here, and uh, good seems- news. You got a good fuck score. Why would we call people with a good fuck score? No, they'd call us. They're like, "Are my my results in?" We'll be like, "Oh yeah. What was your What was your name?" No, I figured we'd be like. Uh, just scouring the internet for people's fuck data and then cold calling them. <laughs> Hello, it's like three in the morning. You're bad at sex. Hang up. <laughs> and then we help them. Fuck, what do you think this show is for? Our own personal gain? And that's all the time we have for today. <laughs> listening to Talk Me Off, I want to say thank you to Batman Incorporated for the use of our theme tune. Did we really talk about like fucking with clothes on for most of this episode? Yeah, a good, a good half was the clothes fetish. Man, we can milk out a fetish when we need to. Yeah, show where we predominantly talk about people getting naked and we spent half of it talking about clothes. <laughs> it's time to, it's good to, it's good to flip the script every now and then. I think we did great. I think we did too. If you agree, let us know. You can contact us on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash talk me off. There you'll see a big contact us button. Go ahead and click that. You'll be taken to our anonymous Google form. Uh, from there, you can send in questions, comments. Uh, if you've got your own sex story that you want us to comment on. It's been a while since we've done a good sex story. Yeah, tell us a tell us a nasty fuck story. Yeah, or even if you want to comment on something we talked about in a previous show, we're always happy to rehash some of that stuff. Um, provided it's like good and even if it isn't you can let us know we've also got a twitter which you can follow us on at talk me off pretty much just type that in you'll find our profile i think we've got like six followers so we're pretty much twitter famous at this point i still don't really understand how to operate twitter me either and you put me in charge of it so i don't know how that works you can also listen to our show where we uploaded at soundcloud soundcloud.com slash talk me off or you can listen on uh, itunes stitcher most most uh podcasting apps will have us just search for talk me off you should be able to find it and yeah always good to hear from you if not just share our shit around thanks to uh, scared and horny for your question this week um mm. that's it yeah so that's yeah i'm looking at uh Looking at this ledger and my notes here, and that and that appears to be it. We've completed our agenda. I've taken the minutes down. Yep. It's been a good podcast. Boy, this office job's really ruining how I do everything in my life. <laughs> Stop inviting me to quarterly meetings. Doesn't doesn't mean anything. <laughs> You've been listening to Talk Me Off. I'm Chris. And I'm Mark. Thank you for coming. <laughs>